0: This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Environment and Climate Change Minister Catherine McKenna joins us now. Hi, good to have you. It's great to be joining, Alex. Great that you're also from Hamilton. Well, you know, it's a small town, but uh, great talent comes out of it, Miss McKenna. I like to say that. (laughs) People from Hamilton are proud, too. There you go. Well, let's talk about today. This was not a new announcement. It's more of a renewed pledge to clean up the lakes. Um, you've got another million upon the $44 million pledge to clean up the lakes. I think, without question, the health of our lakes and rivers is vital. But I would question, you know, why your government hasn't been more proactive and tougher in in stopping the dumping of trillions of litres of human waste by municipalities right across the country. I was surprised by the numbers uh, of what we've seen. I mean, Quebec dumping 8 billion litres into the St. Lawrence since 2015. And I'm, I'm surprised that under this particular government, It hasn't stopped. Why is this allowed to happen?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, the real challenge is underinvestment by the previous Conservative government in critical wastewater infrastructure. So when we got elected... Uh, we committed historic amounts of money to actually invest in wastewater. Um, no one wants waste to be dumped. It's completely unacceptable. We certainly have our folks enforcing uh, when they happen, and they're not supposed to be happening. But, you know, the challenge is for many towns and municipalities, they just have outdated systems, and they need the investments. And so we've been investing across the board, um, and it's critically important that we make these investments in infrastructure because this is really about the health of uh, health of our lakes, our rivers, our waterways, Um, and I I always make the economic case. Um, When you look at the Great Lakes, 40 million Canadians and Americans live in the Great Lakes region. It's also like the third largest economy in the world. And so, so many people rely on the Great Lakes for fishing, um, for tourism. Uh, From Hamilton, if you go to Hamilton Harbor, it's been really cleaned up there. You've seen a lot of investments that have been made, people moving down there. Um, So it has a huge economic impact, but if we don't watch it, whether it's Um, You know, not having proper sewage treatment facilities or having, we've seen a lot of algal blooms, which are happening as a result of climate change. We've got a problem. So that's why today's announcement, our investment of over uh, $45 million is so
0: critical. Okay, but but the dumping has been going on in the water of natural raw sewage, uh, you know. Up until this year, I mean, at any point, why wouldn't your government, especially you being so passionate about this cause, say to the municipalities, you have to stop doing this. I mean, you've been so proactive on things like cap and trade and penalizing uh, people or companies for not doing their part. You would think that maybe on day one, this is one of those issues, if the Harper government dropped the ball, that you would want to get on. Because, you know, eight billion liters just by one province in one year, people look at that and say, how can this government say it is committed to cleaning up the lakes? So
1: I think that's a really important question. So the reality is you can't dump, uh, that you're not allowed to dump, but there's some time, so I learned this first day of the job, that if you have critical infrastructure um, that's gonna break, for example, um, and you don't have a controlled release, it's even worse. And that's why the investments in infrastructure, I mean, that's why it's so brutal that they weren't made under the Conservative government, because the municipalities literally don't have options right now. And so that's why these investments have to be made. Um, of course, we have to stop them. You know, you can't do an, uh, a dump without having, you know, contacting us and making sure there aren't other options.
0: So but did the Quebec don't... government, did they contact your office and ask permission? and Was that granted then?
1: Uh, I mean, so if you look at a certain situation, if you're going to have a a situation where you have an uncontrolled release, which would be way worse, which would have much more uh, of an impact, um, that's a real challenge. I mean, of course, everyone wants to stop dumping sewage, me most of all. um, But... If you haven't invested in the infrastructure, uh, you know, the city's municipalities, you can tell them that those they can't do anything, but the the, uh, the outcome might be way worse um if you know something breaks down. And yeah. so look it's about uh, it's about making these investments. It's also about enforcing our laws so no polluters uh no pollution is allowed but as i said if the conservative government had actually worked with cities had actually made these investments we would not be facing this challenge right now
0: okay well there, there was a funding commitment the harper government um you know gave money to the cleanup of lake simcoe there was scientific data backing up not only was it needed but that the cleanup was working um and yet under your government that funding uh was not continued why uh well, we've been
1: funding across the board uh we've been more committed than any other government to funding the Great Lakes and also looking at the science. I mean the reality is we have a you know the Ford government that doesn't seem to understand the science behind climate change, and if you don't understand that, you won't be able to understand why we're having so much flooding, why we're having algal blooms, why we're having invasive species, because they're related to this. And so the investments we've been making uh, over the last four years with our partners, we've had it with conservation organizations. I was with farming organizations that represent farmers. They need to be part of the solution, investing in um, land use management with them, uh, working with local indigenous communities, working with cities, municipalities. It's absolutely critical that every level of government is working together.
0: Okay, so the province of Ontario today, and this uh, the timing was good because it gives us an opportunity to have the discussion. It will overhaul the Blue Box program, and Global News did an investigation into this and discovered less than 9% of what we put in the Blue Box is actually getting to the recycling. The rest is being dumped in landfills, as you well know, or shipped off to places like the Philippines. This is the kind of stuff, Miss McKenna, that people can get their you know our heads and hands behind of doing tangible change. And the municipalities haven't been able to do it for 30 years, and the landfills are continually rising. I think this would have been a great opportunity for your government to jump on, um, and, and yet no one did. Why did it take so long for the federal government, like yourself, such an environmentally sensitive government, um, not act quicker on the recycling across this country?
1: Um, So we've been leading the way. So we actually started a zero plastic waste strategy with the provinces. We announced the producers were going to be responsible uh, for the plastics they produce. Ontario recently uh, stepped up to say that they were going to do that too. I mean, ultimately, when you look at recycling, um, it's at a local level, and then you've got to work with provinces. So um, we've been leading the way internationally. We've been leading the way here and making the investments, and including, you know,
0: banning certain single-use plastics um, but it's good to see well, well the, the, ba- the ban Ontario. well, hold on, the ban has not come into effect. I mean we don't even have legislation to call in a ban for plastics. and, and clearly we haven't done anything because we've got a, a number of countries like the Philippines and a number of Southwest uh, South Asian countries saying, yeah, we don't want it anymore. Um, and I think over four years, we probably could have done a lot more work on this um, this issue
1: once again, once again, it's the Harper government. Well, the Harper government allowed these shipments to be made. we changed our laws to prevent these shipments to be made we have a huge problem we have too much plastic pollution and it's not even in our economy we're as you said our recycling rates are are appalling nine percent of our plastic waste is being recycled that's why we're stepping up saying yes we need to ban certain single-use plastics Uh, we're moving forward on that as fast as any country in the world and we're also looking at making producers responsible for the plastic that they've produced. This is the first time a federal government has ever done this. And we're working with provinces. And as I say, you know, we don't always agree with the province of Ontario, but we're certainly glad that
0: they've stepped up. Um, And are committed to working in partnership with us. And so when will we see any kind of legislation for a plastics ban? I mean, I think a lot of people said, great, you you introduced a plastic ban uh, right before a writ drops, um, you know, but we've not seen any way of how it would work. And so I think a lot of people say for the environmental government, you kind of came late to the game. Uh, Well, I
1: wouldn't say we came late to the game because no other government has done this. I mean, you've seen local levels that have been really good in terms of taking action. We need to go through a consultation. That is the requirement by law. We set this out when we announced it. Um, You look at Europe. They said they're going to ban certain single-use plastics. They're on the same timeline as us, 2021. We need to be working with all the partners to make this happen. You can't just go out one day and it's not fair to small business owners to say you're just banning things. You need to do things to make sure that you have low-cost alternatives, but we don't have a choice but to act. And this is what our government has done across the board, whether it's taking action on climate change, whether it's taking action to tackle plastic pollution, whether it's taking action to protect the Great Lakes, because there's an economic case, there's also an environmental case, there's a people case. People care about these issues. And on the flip side, I mean, we know that decade under the Harper government, uh, we weren't taking action to protect the environment. We didn't take climate change seriously. My department wasn't even we weren't even really using the term climate change. And we just had a vote in parliament about a climate emergency. And conservative politicians voted against climate being an emergency based on the science. We just know that's the
0: well, case. Well, because that that I think a lot of people that that is a stunt politics. But again, I mean, I would go back to the point that, yes, the Harper government set the Paris target. But your government adopted them, and your government's not even meeting them. So I'm not sure it's Our fair of you to wag, you know, judgment at that. Meeting them, we, the, the Harper government committed to targets
1: and did absolutely nothing. And I can tell you, when I was on the international at a meeting, they basically said you had politicians that came, conservative politicians. They didn't believe the science behind climate change. Climate emergency is not a stunt. You've seen municipalities across Canada and the world. Say there's a climate emergency, if you go talk to the folks that were, had to deal with flooding, in my Ottawa region, it was once every few years. It was supposed to be once every hundred year floods. These people, it's impacting their lives. It is an emergency, and we need to treat it like that, and we need to take serious action. We've phased out coal. We're making historic investments in renewables. We've invested in uh, incentives for electric vehicles and electric vehicle charging stations and clean technology companies. Um, and conservative, we've seen Doug Ford. All he's done is made it free to pollute, cancel flood management programs during floods. Well, no, I mean, look,
0: I mean, the what the flood, first of all, the big issue is that the people in your in your particular riding live on a floodplain. So the, those are issues that you know have been around for decades, and unfortunately, now that we've got the climate changing, uh, th- this is is the the point of where we start to realize we don't have the infrastructure in place. Right, so it's an emergency because
1: it's a once in a 100 year flood that's happening once every few years, that we've got wildfires out west that are burning sooner and longer than ever before. We have, if you go look at the air quality index last summer uh, in places in British Columbia, it was at 10 or very high, which meant that it was dangerous for folks to go out. Um, that we're seeing across the, the country coastal erosion we did a client. There's a there's a report by by scientists that show that Canada's warming at twice the global average. That, that in that report, that report has north.
0: been questioned by many. I mean, the bottom that line is, is. I just let me
1: be very clear. That report has not been questioned by anyone that is a scientist. That um, anyone. Anyway, we need to make decisions based on science. The science is absolutely clear that climate change is man-made, it is accelerating, and that we have a choice. And there will be a choice in this election about whether we are serious about climate action. We have laid out a plan where we've created a million jobs. We've raised 300,000 kids out of poverty, taking ambitious climate action. And on the other side, you have Doug Ford, Andrew Scheer, making cuts to climate action, not being serious on climate change, and no plan for the economy. That's not what Canadians want. I'm
0: happy to try to, uh, you know, to run on our record. Um, And this is about positioning Canada for the economy of the future. Thank you very much. Catherine McKenna, Minister of uh, Environment and Climate Change. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.